or, or good evening, afternoon, good afternoon. evening, and good night. <laughs> My name is John. My name is Arvin. And this is Behind the Scenes of Our Best, best days. days. Well, hey, um, if this is your first time tuning in to Welcome. this podcast, yeah, we're so grateful We've that you're here. We've got a table in the lobby for you. <laughs> a table, yeah. <laughs> we're just used to doing service. Yeah. We, um, so um, for those of you who are just joining us, uh, I'm the creative pastor at Victory Tulsa, and Arvin... I am the production coordinator. Yeah, so we basically do several big rock events. But we're also very close friends. We are. We are so. We are so good friends. <laughs> so we. <laughs> um, what if we weren't and we did a podcast together? Yeah, two, someone should do a podcast. Two people are, who have no chemistry whatsoever as friends. And they hate and each other. <laughs> and they're like, right? You mentioned something. Yeah. And that's funny. No, yeah, okay. Maybe we'll become unfriends in season two. <laughs> Just to make it There's more a story arc. Yeah, <laughs> a very underlying story arc. So anyways, That's those of you who are just joining us behind the scenes of our best days, victory. We do this confession and it says that our best days are right in front of us. We right. confess it. But obviously, those who are listening and watching, we all know that there is a behind the scenes of what you are confessing. Right. Is your best days. Right. So we were discussing some things. A lot of things. I wrote some notes down. Something you said. Which... Well, Pastor Paul said it this oh, weekend. Oh, that's true. That's okay, true. so Pastor Paul had this sermon this last weekend, and it says, and in this sermon, you can find it on YouTube. You're it, doing better than you think you are. Say it one more time. You're doing better than you think you are. Those listening and watching, repeat this. Uh, like, say it yeah. underneath your breath. I'm doing better than I think I am. That's good. And Pastor Paul, he said... You're doing better than you think you are. Yeah. And God is doing more than you can see. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. You are doing better than you think you are. And yeah. God is doing more than you can see. Yeah. Because yeah. one thing that we talked about was like, we are in the year 2021. That's right. After 2020 was wild. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, look it was back. The anniversary. It was the anniversary. Yeah. This was anniversary the anniversary of COVID. Of COVID year. Because yeah. this last weekend, yeah. um, this last weekend was the like the second weekend in March. Right. And so March 2020, it was announced everywhere like, hey, you guys can no longer meet. Right. And what did that push us to do initially? Well, first of all, it was like, okay, we're not going to be able to be in the room. So let's make this uh, weekly service or two services a uh, online experience. So then. So everyone in the world was trying to figure out. Yeah. All ministries were trying to figure out how to go online yeah. and how to make it engaging mm -hmm. because if you guys look at viewership, yeah. the average viewership. So we work in the creative department here at Victory. And mm -hmm. so we're over looking at analytics of how long people watch content. Right. So those of you who are even listening and watching this, if you are like driving or working out, you may yeah. listen to the whole thing. Sure. But if you are just sitting yeah. in an airport yeah. or if you're just somewhere in your car, you sure. may only listen to a few moments. Sure. So anyways, it was funny. So Facebook Live they were saying the average viewership was mm. eight minutes. Wow. YouTube live, 11. Yeah. And then IG live, yeah. three minutes. Wow. And so we were like, okay, people are going to listen to announcements and then get off. off. So we have yeah. to be yeah. quick and fast paced. Do you remember when everything, when we like <laughs> yeah. would basically preach to an empty room? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Pastor Paul had his platform on the stage and uh, what is it called? The uh, the table podium. Sorry. He had it on the stage and we had a movie cam that followed him around the room and you, he would flip around and you see the room is completely empty. I remember watching him 
do Saturday night, Sunday morning, and then between services, there would be like an online conversation experience, and he would host that. So then he would get done preaching, he'd pray with people, which that alone would have been exhausting, especially right. to a room where there's like no energy coming back to Zero you. Zero energy. But You're you know people lens. are watching, so right. it's not like you can pause and go, okay, take it again from the beginning or whatever. <laughs> he couldn't have done that. And then he hosted a thing, and then he would go right back into service again because we would... Um, we would do live worship, and then sometimes we would record set lists. Right. He'd preach again. I remember the first or second week that he did it, at the end of the 11 a.m. service. It's like 12.45. He's just done like four and a half hours straight on whatever. Right. Preaching, hosting, interviewing, all this stuff. He just, like, they were like, and we're out. It's done. The stream's off. And he just like fell on the stage and was yeah, like, Yeah, he laid down on the stage. Yeah, I mean, he was fine, but he was exhausted. And then every one of us is running around trying to make sure social media. I, I remember at one point I had Instagram live for victory on my phone. I'm following the room around. Right. We're trying to create oh an experience. Oh my goodness, that is so wild to yeah. think back. Yeah. To do like a throwback Wednesday or way back Wednesday, whatever yeah. you would hashtag. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Even if hashtags are even a thing anymore, <laughs> probably not. Um, so, and then but, we did Easter that way. Oh yeah, then we did Easter. That was a where, big deal. Yeah, so Easter 2020. Well, then Pastor Paul was like, "We." So at that point in time, it was like, "Hey, COVID 2020." Yeah. Everyone, uh, you have to go online. No one is allowed to meet. Mm -hmm. So even we have, we're a ministry. We have a camp, a dream center. We have a school, a Bible college, and then our church campuses and our weekend services. Yeah. And so with um, about between uh, like a little over 300 people on staff throughout all the entities, full-time yeah. and part-time, Yeah. then having to like tell those people they can't come into work and all those people are wondering if they're going to lose their jobs. Right, right. Because now offering is yeah. banked on online for sure and we are a church that up until then we still did like offering envelopes sure, yeah. but there's no one in the room to and we have a very buckets. diverse group of people we do of like different ages there's kids all the way to people in their 80s and 90s right so, so it's not like not all of them are gonna know like church. oh i'll just text in my like i've been doing that for a while but i don't know that my dad or mom if i told them like hey this is how you're gonna tithe from now on they'd be like okay uh you, can you write down the instructions <laughs> yeah, can you you know exactly. what i mean yeah so Throughout all of this, Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley, they had this idea. They go, we should do church service on the roof yeah. of our building, and yeah. we should call our local radio station. And when people drive by our right. campus, they right. should we should have signs everywhere. Yeah. Tune into blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 97.9 yeah. or whatever. And station, FM station. park right here, stay in your car, yeah. and I'm going to preach from a scissor lift. Yeah. And we are going to do praise and worship from the yeah, roof. Yeah. And it, like the audio wasn't good, all these things. Well, then we started doing this and we did it multiple nights in a row. Sure. At this point in time, everyone on our staff was basically, what's the word when people weren't working, but they were getting paid? Uh, <laughs> I want to say parlay, but that's a pirate term. Uh, not furloughed. For, yeah. Is it furloughed? Well, it was like, I feel like that's for a duration of time. Yeah. Whatever anyways, the term is. The, whatever the term is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that we basically became, every, all five ministry entities became, hey, you're either passing out, you're either passing out groceries or yeah. you're working a drive-in church yeah. service. Yeah. So Everybody. if you're a teacher, yeah. if you're an elementary teacher in our school, yeah. pick one or the other. Yeah. And... So that was all happening. School went online. School oh went online. God. Yeah, so so all of this stuff is happening. Well, 
Um, and it was rocky and rough, but mm -hmm. our decision was people need, Pastor Paul was yeah. like, people need hope. So we're doing all of this, figuring it out. Yeah. We're having the time of our lives, but everyone within the media department, because yeah. everyone is going online. So b before yeah. you would like, you would create content and you would post. You're like, all right, what are the peak times to post on Instagram? Right. We were posting eight times a day. For sure. Yeah. And it was just, and so that means that our department was putting in like 50 hours a week totally. into, as individuals, oh, 50 to 60 yeah. hours a yeah. week. Yeah, easy. And we yeah. did that for several months. Yeah. And then when we went to the the rooftop service, yeah, it was like everyone, it was, people were sleeping up here. For sure. I know I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, it was definitely an exciting <laughs> time. But during all of that, and then where we are today, as things are kind of coming back into live, yeah. you know, people, and Pastor Paul, as he preached this sermon, you're mm. doing better than you think. He was like, look back at where you were 12 months ago. Right. And just those who are listening and watching, look at like yeah. if you made it, yeah, you're doing an incredible job. Yeah, like yeah, if you're a parent, yeah, and you like and you had to homeschool your your kids, right. or if you're a young adult, yeah, and you are living, breathing, yeah, and you have a phone right, right now, right, like right, yeah, you're you made it. You're doing yeah. better than you think. Big time. Well, anyways, <clears throat> during this whole time, Pastor Paul was talking about how he felt so much pressure from so many people mm -hmm. needing to like, and everyone was like, you should do this. You should do that. You should do this. Yeah. Um, Hardest you're, job you're, in the world. you're killing people because you guys are having right. church service. Yeah. And then all of the hate from social media, Big time. we got blown up on social media positive. We were on good morning America. Right. And then we got blown up. Yeah. Um, on Fox and CNN saying that we were killing people sure. because of having, right. you know, and so as a leader, yeah. that can really demoralize you for sure. And it can cause you to like lose your sanity for sure. And so pastor Paul said this thing in this last week in service. And he goes at, sir, at a certain point you have to choose yeah. who you're going to disappoint. Yeah. Because Pastor Paul, he even said this, and this is Pastor Paul's my brother. Right. And I'm also guilty of this. I'm guilty of being a people pleaser mm. where I'm like, I have to make sure everyone's okay. Mm, and I have to mm, make sure that mm. everything's good. Yeah. And it was freedom for me when Pastor Paul, he goes, at some point you have to choose who you're going to disappoint. Yeah. Arvin, unpack that. Yeah. There's, I always thought this, so it's not just you or Pastor Paul. I think like globally, especially in the United States, there's a unspoken understanding of, this is why we say, Pastoring is the hardest job in the world. I would I would debate anybody on that. I've debated people on it before. I've never lost. Not not one of those. I've never <laughs> so lost. if you're watching yeah. this, if you're a PK you, and you, you want already... to debate Arvin, bring it on. You can email Messages. me at uh, jdarty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him yeah, yeah jdarty yeah. at no, you can, But really, I would debate this with anybody. It, especially all the PKs immediately just heard that and they they didn't like agree. They they hummed. They go, mm, yep. Mm. Is the hardest job in the world because the unspoken expectation for a leader from churches, if you are truly led by God, you're going to make everybody happy. If your ideas are truly inspired by the Holy Spirit, then they're going to solve everyone's problem. Now, nowhere in Scripture do you have a leader, including and especially Jesus. Including <laughs> and especially Jesus. Who? I and E. Including <laughs> and especially. That's right. Not... Ever do you see a leader in scripture who 
having heard from God was able to please everybody. Yeah, there, in fact, pe- I mean, like pizza if, pleases everyone. That's true. But you're not pizza. That's true. That's right. Anyway, that's right. <laughs> but pizza can't lead an organization. That's true. That's right. Imagine if one did. <laughs> Just okay. Let's our move next on. fall film. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza who could. Um, that's a good idea. Sure. That um, uh, yeah. Write that down. Oh gosh. <clears throat> no, but okay. really, there is this unspoken understanding that, like, in the modern age, the churches have done a very good thing, which is let's make this. Uh, experience as accommodating as possible to people from every kind of life experience. A lot so of you're ministries a single have done mo- this. Absolutely. This is, a, this is a good trend. This is not bad. It's not evil. But I think some of us, a lot of us, have misinterpreted the implications of it, which is if you really are like the heart of the church is we want to reach everybody. We want everyone to feel like they can walk into this building or tune in online and hear from God, have some fun, worship God, all that good stuff. So in an effort to make that happen, I think a lot of folks have said, okay, so the next step is if you guys are going to be the place where I hear from God, or if this is going to be like my place. And this is the people listening or that are members. Yeah. The the consumer mentality. The consumer mentality when they, when they arrive at church. I'm like, for example, I'm on the, the Nike app the other day and I'm looking at shoes. I've already got all this stuff saved on there and they've created it so well to just like they're like oh you like these shoes what about these four pairs of shoes and it's just like i can add them to the thing i don't have to fit they make it so easy for me to do that so there's a consumer mentality that we're trained in and then you take that to the church and you're like okay so you know what else and okay so expound on that so like in in layman's terms people show up and they're like man Worship was great. The word was great. Mm-hmm. But why don't you guys do this? And why don't you guys yeah, do this? There should be something that sets you apart every 15 minutes. It's just like impossible. That level of expectation eventually for a healthy leader like Pastor Paul leads to a statement like, I just have to choose who I'm going to disappoint. Man. And I think that those who are listening, if you have been guilty, and like I said, I'm on this train too mm-hmm. of, of wanting to please people. Yeah. I don't like it when people don't like me, mm. which is pride. Mm. Um, Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm admitting that I'm prideful. The episode ends right there. <laughs> the episode en- and altar call. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but uh, yeah, I... That's I an interesting thing. Can we unpack yeah. it more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just say this. I, do, I don't want people to, to like dislike me. Yeah. And so I have broken my back and even sacrificed family time Mm. kids just to make sure that people feel like they've been seen they've been heard yeah and i'm getting to the age where i'm like man who am i am i gonna disappoint my kids Mm. by like coming every time i say yes i i get my kids on the weekends so every time i say yes to performing a wedding on the weekends Mm -hmm. for someone Mm -hmm. a friend I and and some people will go, well, why are you charging because you're a pastor? Why mm-hmm. are you charging people mm-hmm. for you to do their wedding? And I go, because every time yeah. that I'm with you, yeah. I'm away from my kids. Right. I get my kids Thursday nights through Sundays mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm choosing to like not be with my kids. That's why yeah. the price that I'm giving you yeah. is because 
like I should be charging you more because yeah. this yeah. is how much I value my Yeah, because you're saying I'm giving you way more than you're giving me, I assure you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, my my marriage, to be blunt, honest, my marriage suffered because of people pleasing. Man. And I don't mind saying that. And other people, you're hearing it and yeah. you're like, wow. Yeah, that's real. But I know you would say it if you were alone looking in the mirror. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I'm to the point where I'm like, no more. Like mm. whenever I say no to someone, I feel this weird pressure to justify my sure. no. Explaining I'm it. letting everyone watching and listening hear this. No is a complete sentence. I love it. No is a complete sentence. If someone asks you to do something, you can say no. No is empowering. <laughs> There's that movie Jim Carrey's in, yeah. Yes Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, my issue was no man. I, I, yeah, I'm no man's land. I am no man. <laughs> that should be our um, superhero. Yeah, my superhero. My cape just says no. It just says yeah. Um, I'm throwing out no's like ninja stars. I'm like no, 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 no. Um, only God is yes and amen. That's right. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. Bible puns. Yeah, we're here all week. So, um, that's anyways. a good distinction though because at some point people are and it becomes very unhealthy if you're not careful. I, if Jesus, like taking the joke seriously, right. if God is yes and amen, I don't have to be. Ooh, say that again. If bro. God is yes and amen, then I don't have to be. Because I think there have been moments. Because you you are then assuming the position of God in someone's time. life. Yeah, you're going, you can associate me Yikes. and my reliability and my faithfulness and my consistency with God's. That is not true. If you That's a mistake the church has made in the past. Not our church only. Everyone at some point in your maturing with knowing God intimately, at some point you're going to like realize, oh my gosh, I am, and this has occurred for me a, a few years ago where I can say it confidently now, at the time it was just a thought, but now I know it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me that you're upset with fill in the blank, whoever this person is, or yourself even, because they're not me. Okay, so say that again. Every time you find yourself upset at someone or upset at yourself, it's because you have made them God? In my case, that was it. Wow. So I'm not saying every single time you're upset okay. with somebody, but there are a lot of times where you're like, I don't feel like the church is seeing my whatever. And it's like, well, your pastor's not supposed to be God. Yo, okay, so to all of those people who are uber talented, mm. very gifted, mm -hmm. and you volunteer at church, right. and you're like, I'm singing backup, and right. I should be singing lead. Right. I yeah. tried out for this production, and yeah. I didn't get a lead role. Right, right. Um, I have a preaching gift, and yet my head pastor isn't seeing it. Yeah, yeah. And, and if, they're upset because they're not being elevated. So there's two ways you go. You either you you can fluctuate between Man. the two reactions very quickly. One initially, it's the pain and hurt of like, well, if if my pastor doesn't see my gift and activate it, then probably God doesn't either. And mm. what if, you start to doubt yourself, and then in so doing, you then go, wait a second, like this is I've banked on this for my life. So you know what? Forget this pastor. They're wrong. They're not hearing from God. Yikes. So you that's why pastoring is one of the hardest jobs, if not the hardest job in the world. Because, because people view you as God. You, you have or, people you've never had a conversation longer than four minutes then are are like placing you in this. And here's the other thing. They're putting you in a position you're not asking for. And then the other part of it is they're gonna make decisions about themselves and God based off of an interaction with you. And then they're gonna put you in a place where it's like, 
look, I, I, I love you. I want you to win. This, I want you to enjoy these messages. I want, I want to get to know you. All that stuff is there, but you're going to make decisions about God based off of an interaction with me. That's too much pressure on that conversation. And then here's the thing that I think happens a lot. Let's put me in the example. Okay. Arvin, uh, God, why is the gifting on my life not working? Da, 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 da. There are some disappointments that God is doing. Mm. Now, Scripture says God doesn't disappoint us, but if you put a <clears throat> secret deadline or an unexpected whatever on God, uh-huh. it'll be disappointing. Okay. And that, so you create that for yourself, but Arvin, you don't have the gall to go to God and be like, you're wrong. You know that you're not going to win that fight. So what do you do? You t- take that offense with God, you put it on your pastor. And yeah, you go, it's because it's of so him. So if anyone is listening or hearing this and you have found yourself offended or hurt by a pastor, we're encouraging you. We're not gaslighting you. We're not, no. we're not trying to put you on blast. Right. Is that if everyone, if other people are the cause of your problems, you're going to have to send the the whole world to a psychiatrist to make you feel better. Right, to suit your need. And so in reality, yeah. all you have control over is yourself. Totally. And totally. so I think that once you establish your core values yeah. and you're like, man, this is what, in this season of my life, at this season of my life, my kids are in elementary. Mm-hmm. They're not driving. They're not going to prom. Yeah. They're like yeah. <laughs> second grade and under. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? There's going to be some people in mm-hmm. this season um, and some opportunities I'm going to say no to because yeah. I know that I don't want to disappoint my kids right, right now. Yeah. There will be some times where like I may have to sure. and unintentionally I may, Sure, but um, I think that's really good. So yeah. those listening and watching, you're doing better than you think you are. Yeah. God is doing more than you can see. For sure. And looking back yeah. within the last year, and just reflecting like, wow, God is so awesome. Yeah. And we want to encourage those like where you're at. Mm. At some point, you're going to have to choose who you disappoint. Yeah. And, um, and we're going to like turn the curve. Those who are leaders that are listening to this. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley are in the middle of, you know, we, we did, and during the whole COVID thing, we were building right. a Victory College building. <laughs> yeah. And we, like, ha- yeah. it had to be built. Right. Like, we started a building campaign. Yeah. And then that the happened. pandemic ha- yeah. happened. And we had to have it finished because we moved out of our other building. Right. We had to have it finished. Yeah. Because in August, we were having Bible college students come. Show up, yeah. Whether our building was finished or not. Exactly. So that was, like, you have this, <laughs> that, that pressure. Yeah. And so anyways, I feel like as, as people come in, um, and I know that we're, we're hopping tracks right now, but with something that we were talking about is as a leader, mm. uh, behind the scenes of yeah. your best days, you have to decide. You're, you're two different people if you're a leader. Yeah. You can, there, everyone wants to be a part of something great. Sure. Very few want to build something great. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a part of something great. Very few want to build, build something, something great. great. Yeah. The reason why I say that is neither are wrong. Sure. But they take a different um, makeup of, of where you feel. If you're building something great, um, then you have to be willing mm-hmm. to like really concrete culture yeah. and do small 
detailed things yeah. and be committed to a long-term goal and not be upset if you don't arrive in two years. Yeah, yeah. Like, and most people are upset be, just because we live in an instant generation. For sure, yeah. You know? Yeah, and there are enough people who've successfully made it look like they did it in two years and they're faking it. They're lying. So say that again. There are a lot of people who, if you get on any of these apps, you're like, oh, I hadn't heard of this person since like two years ago, and now they seem to be doing so good. Now they're blowing up. So they up. just came out of nowhere, I'm sure. It's Overnight like, success is always something secretly that took that was done over time. Right. It's just that they blew up. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, overnight success. Yeah. You know what? Even if it's like a pop star. Yeah. Or yeah. You know whether it's artists or pastors. Whoever. Or organizations. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. And so, anyways, being a part of something great is that you are there to add value. Right. You know, there's certain people that if you're a leader and you're listening and you're trying to build something great, mm. I want to let you know, you're doing better than you think you are. Yeah. Commit to the long process. And I yeah. know you know that. Right. But there's a difference between knowing it and understanding it. Big time. Yeah. Understanding is the truth that you stand under. Yeah. So understanding it is mm. like buying into this truth of, hmm. <sighs> I'm, I'm building something and it's going to last. It's going to outlast me. Mm -hmm. So I have to be committed to the process and yeah. not look to the left or to the right, right, but hone in and to my niche that God has called me to build. Mm. There will be people that will be drawn to you mm. like, like scaffolding, you know, to help build this thing. Right. And you can't view them as scaffolding, but they will be drawn to you because they're drawn to something that is being built. That yeah. is, be, that is great. Yeah you know, people that will feel called to serve you and they may leave and you can't be upset right. when they leave because God never downgrades right. on your end and on their end. For sure. So if someone transitions mm -hmm. from you, mm -hmm. um, it, yes, there is a grieving process because sure. people have transitioned and you have to be like, okay, mm -hmm. they were here for a season and it's all right. I release them. Yeah. I'm living with open hands. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, those of you who are who are a part of something great, a great ministry, a great organization, a great team, mm -hmm. you know, I want to encourage you, like, be there to look at where you can add value and lean in on the culture. Okay, mm -hmm. so right yeah. now, yeah, um, we are. So I help with the strength and conditioning mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. our school. Mm -hmm. We had a an incredible um, offensive coordinator, a really great coach who knew a lot about X's and O's for sure, like. Yeah. Those of you who are listening and you're like, don't know sports, X's and O's are like play calls sure. that you would make in football. Yeah. This guy is brilliant, genius. Mm -hmm. He came to be a head coach here. Now, head coach and being great at offense are two different things. Head coach, you are literally mm -hmm. a youth pastor. Yeah. And you also have to deal with parents. Totally. So, yeah. you know whenever things don't go a certain way you can you can you can get like man i'm not doing a good job when in reality maybe you were called to be a part of something great so yeah. i had a conversation with this coach because the season this was a few years ago the season was not going very well mm. and kind of down and i was like hey you need to decide are you someone who feels called to be a part of something great mm -hmm. or do you feel called to build something great. Mm. If you feel called to build something great, this is just a speed bump. Right. If you feel called to be a part of something great, right. maybe you 
should go back to being that offensive coordinator mm-hmm. and someone who can make play calls for sure. someone who uh, that you would serve under. Right. And he actually made that decision. Yeah. And so he transitioned. Yeah. And he is thriving right now. Right. And yeah. now we have a head coach who feels called to be a head coach. Yeah. And he is like starting with elementary kids. Yeah. Because he's like, I see this first grader one day being a senior. For sure. And so it's this long-term approach yeah. to where, does that make sense? Totally. So neither totally. are bad. No. But. You just got to not be confused about which one you're doing. Right. And yeah. then this translates to yourself. Totally. Yeah. If you zoom out a little bit and you go. Okay, because this is where it gets very real. Okay. If you zoom out, you go, okay, am I building something great or am I a part of something great? Both can be happening because if you think about it, as a believer, as a person who knows God, whether you're involved in the church as your employment or you're an accountant, whatever you're doing, you have to zoom out a little bit and go, okay, how would God answer this question? Mm. Because God is building something great Come and on. has built. And as a person who's in the kingdom, you are a part of something great. So you can't really hear this question go, oh, it doesn't really include me. If you include believe in everyone. God, absolutely, you are a part of something great. What a shame it would be if in an effort to build something great, you exited from being a part of something great. If you said, I'm going <sighs> to pause, good, because right. if you think about it, what God is building is not like at some point, we are very, very grateful, and I'm, gra- I'm glad for the perspective that our pastor and our leadership has. The building that we built for uh, Victory College, Victory Youth, like, it's a beautiful building. We're in it right now. That's great. But the point of it is for the people that are going to be in it and come out of it. Come on. Because that's what God is building, is people. So what a shame it would be, and how shameful it's been in the past when we've observed in the Christian climate in an effort to build something that we consider great in the short term, we exit what God is trying to build, which is the process he's putting people through mm. to like really snaps create people who replicate his character. So if you pause on that and go, hold on, I'm going to go ahead and like, I'm going to go COVID on your kingdom building, God, and I'm going to just try to build my own thing. And then people can applaud that. And then what do you do when you're done? The People are trying to show up for what God's trying to build in you, and you're not ready for it. Yikes. Yeah. So that's no, the frightening thing. That's it. But that's also a good checkup. So everyone, yeah. put your two fingers to your pulse on your neck <laughs> yeah. and be like, okay, how's my pulse? All what right, it's good. Yeah. Now, we're, we're coming to a close today. Yeah. And um, as, you, as we all look inward to our behind the scenes, our yeah. personal behind the scenes yeah. of what we show people, because our best days is how we look after we get our hair did, our nails done, <laughs> what, you know, the, what we post on yeah. social media, sure. a personal reflection. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's, it's kind of like Steve Jobs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Would get up. And, oh yeah. So say this Absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. So every year he'd get up and now they still do it with uh, their CEO, Tim Cook. They get up, they have this conference where he stands up officially and goes, here's the new iPhone. It's still an iPhone, but it's going to have this feature. It's going to have this feature. It's going to have this feature. If you're able to tap into what God is building and go, yeah, I'm going to, I am a part of something great there and he's going to build something great through me. Then every year or so, or every season of your life, God has updates. 
Updates. So, okay. So we that. actually came up with this corny term. Go for it. It's iOS update, which is. Which is, it, what was it? I wrote it down. It was inside our, our soul. soul update. <laughs> inside our soul iOS, update. inside our soul update. We should make t-shirts. Yeah. Which <laughs> we is shouldn't, corny, we're not going to make hopefully t-shirts. You will rem- hopefully it'll be tattooed on your mind. That's so right. So we're going to lean into the cheese. That's right ios update so your ios update if you find yourself continually crashing (laughs) you may need an ios update if you find that your phone continues to black out you may need an ios update if you find that things are glitchy you may need an ios update people are stopping their cars right now to just do this and go wow Mm, yeah they bite their fingernails (laughs) ios inside our, our soul, soul update. update yeah i think god's trying to do that and if you're not trying to join him then you're gonna run into some crashes some issues yeah i'm yeah. i have done that um same i think everyone everyone uh, every has. decision you make right yeah it's a daily thing like god says look this is what i'm trying to do in this season and you're like i want to build something great and it's like that's not the season for that maybe you should be a part of something great starting with just being a part of god's kingdom come on yeah that's so good well hey we, we want to close out by, we want to encourage you to go to YouTube to listen to Pastor Paul's sermon. You're, You're doing, doing better, better than you than think. You think. Yeah. And it's a powerful thing. And as we kind of unpacked it today, hopefully it will help you. And remember, um, hopefully after this, you'll look inward and you'll have an iOS update. <laughs> Inside our soul Inside update. Our soul. We love you guys. My name is John. My name is Arvin. Thank you for listening and watching. Behind the scenes of our best best days. days. See ya.